Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a wonderful author. Uh, she has five books. And uh, the one we'll be focusing on today is The Regenerative Life, uh, but coming in October, uh, Indirect Work, and uh, that's going to be fascinating. Maybe we can get Carol Sanford back in time to talk for, uh, for that book, but uh, right now, let me just introduce Carol Sanford, everyone. Carol, how are you? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me join you. Well, listen, thrilled to have you. You're exciting. Uh, not only do you have the five books, but you have, you have three podcasts uh, as well. You're constantly working, and it doesn't sound like you get all that much sleep. But if you don't mind, let, let's do a little bit of your history, and, and let's start from the beginning. Uh, where were you born? Where were you raised? Uh, well, I was born in Wellington, Texas, and my dad would say I was reared because he saw the old-fashioned Texas view. <laughs> That's funny. I, so early on, was there any sign that you were going to be writing? Well, there was a sign I was going to be talking a lot. It was amazing. I'd, I... Um, was always disagreeing with people from the time I was very young, and I got in so much trouble for it. My father would put me in a closet to punish me to try and get me to change my mind. So there was some clue I was going to do something disruptive. Yeah, you know, nowadays uh, putting somebody in a closet wouldn't be too acceptable. Uh, it's true, but in the days it was being done to me in Texas, it was, I think, kind of standard operating procedure. <laughs> uh, well, listen, it's, uh, you know, for for a young lady uh, being raised in Texas, uh, it's, it's different than if you were raised in one of the East Coast or maybe, you know, far on the West Coast. How did you end up ultimately on the West Coast? I went to school uh, in California, and that process happened as a result of me one night playing cards with a bunch of friends, deciding we wanted to leave Abilene, Texas, and go to the West Coast. We got in a car the next morning, and six of us drove to California. And as I learned more about myself in life, I ended up in Berkeley and went to school until I got a couple of degrees there. What were the degrees in? Well, I have one in uh, public law and one in economics. That's hmm. it's interesting. You know, I, I don't know if I would have picked those two out for you, but uh, it just shows. Oh. <laughs> it, it, well, the thing is, it just, uh, you know, it just shows your range, you know, just judging from your books and, and so forth. Uh, what was the first book you, you published? The first book that I published on my own, I collaborated in some books. The first one was called The Responsible Business, Reimagining Sustain Sustainability and Success. Yeah. And, uh, and soon after, uh, your next book, or was it a, a little while between that book and, uh, and what came next? I do, yeah, I do one about every two years since I did that one. Then the second one was called The Responsible Entrepreneur because people love my first book. It became a bestseller in independent bookstores. It was published with Josie Bass. Uh, but the reason I did The Responsible Entrepreneur is people said, wait, these are all great stories, and my books are always story-based or real-life examples. These are all about 
big companies. We're small. We, we're doing things, changing the world. Write something for us. So the second one was for smaller, mid-sized entrepreneurs. Let me remind folks that are just tuning in a little late or turning on their radios or computers a little late. Carol Sanford is our very special guest, uh, the author of five books and uh, and the the host of three and producer of three podcasts. She's got a lot going on and she's had a lot going on for for a while. Uh, Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Carol Sanford is our very special guest. Uh, Carol, when when you kind of go from college to to the books sounds like there's a gap in between what did you do right after you got out of college well there's not as much a gap if you think about that i studied with thomas kuhn who wrote the book on paradigm shifts uh and that was a major changer for me i right after i got out of school i got married had a couple of kids uh, and then created my own business. I started a company which was about pattern making and dress design. That sounds like an artistic thing, but it was really a technological thing because it ended up being computerized. I sold it to Butterick. But I did, uh, then I did a bunch of real estate and built a company around that and sold it. As a result, I realized I really wanted to understand more how business worked and what it could do and how it could make a difference in the world, which I'd been walking on the edge of for a long time. And so I went and got some advanced degrees and became an educator and started helping businesses think in a more whole and complete way. Now you've got the bridge, right? You can see how I got to where I was. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense when you, as, as soon as you fill in those gaps. I, the, one of the questions that I, I often think of myself, and you're a perfect person to ask, is how much have those folks, uh, those businesses that you were educating, uh, how much have they changed over the years? Uh, is, is it still generally the same type of person who goes into business? By the way, I, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur, so this is something that I, uh, it's a little close to my heart. Do you think they've changed uh, or the the type of people that go into business are much different now than they were then? Um, I don't know about whether they're radically different. I do think there are more people pursuing an entrepreneurial path that came about because over time, businesses have been less mindful of their effects on planet, on society, you know, on communities. And I think there are people who have been awakened to that. And we saw a lot of it, particularly with the millennials, who said, wait, I don't like how people are treating my future. I think I'll start my own business. But there have also been the other end of the spectrum. There are a lot of people in their wise years, I call them, uh, who have learned a lot and say, I really would like to now do something. It can be everything from give back with a not-for-profit. And I don't want to do it as a volunteer. Sometimes they couldn't afford to. Often they couldn't afford to. And so they started small companies. So the things are changing. And, of course, the eras that we go through of everything from uh, recessions to pandemics, wake us more people to what it is that they could do and we watch that cycle in every era speed up the number of people who build their own business yeah let me again remind folks frank mckay here with the author of the regenerative life 
transform any organization, our society, and your destiny. And again, Sarah, uh, Carol Sanford is our very special guest. Uh, she's worked with all kinds of companies, and, and for 40 years, she's worked with the leaders of, of Google, DuPont. It's all coming back to me now, and she'll correct me if I'm wrong. Intel, I mean, P&G was one. Um, I, honestly, she is uh, she has done it all. Seventh Generation, I think, was another uh, company that she worked yep. with. Um, groundbreaking work that she's done, uh, game-changing and, and uh, inspirational. The book is a must, everyone. The book is a must. The Regenerative Life, Transform Any Organization, Our Society, and Your Destiny. Carol Sanford, once again, here with me, Frank McKay. Uh, Carol, the, the book, and let's talk about this book here. And we want everybody to buy it, so don't spoil everything in it. But uh, <laughs> g- give us an overview. Give us, a, give us an idea of what, what to expect when they get it. Well, I wrote this book so that individuals could do work that was transformational. Like first book we mentioned was big companies, second one was small companies, third one was for both of them and how you do it, fourth was what you have to stop doing, this last one, the regenerative life was how the roles we play. We don't have to change jobs, but we have to change the way we play any role, and I call them learning to play meta roles. And so I give, and by the way, it was an action research project where I had almost 150 people involved who studied with me, tried things on, came back, did a little more, tried some more on, and ended up writing their story about how transformational this was. And so what you're going to get is a way to play one of nine roles. And let me tell you what I mean by meta roles. All of us have uh, an uncle, a father, a mother, a grandmother, or maybe a mentor who we greatly respect. And once in a while we say, what would grandmother do here? Or what would Aristotle do, depending on how far you go? This book is about how to take nine roles, which I believe are core to making society and any business and your life work, and try them on, like parent, educator, media content creator, economist, citizen, entrepreneur, designer, and learning how you can use one of those meta roles to shift how you're seeing things and their behave differently is what this book is about. Yeah, uh, listen, terrific. Uh, how has your methodology uh, methodology changed uh, between the first book and uh, and and your latest book uh, coming up? Uh, how much uh, how much different is, are you as an author? Oh. Well, I'm very different. I'm I don't write to share what I know. I write to figure out what I don't know. And so I am always in an action learning project. Uh, But the thread of how it works still has the same philosophical underpinning. One of the lucky things about life is if you're halfway conscious of what you're doing, you can get a lot better at it. And I did a lot of studying, working, reflecting. And so who I am, you know, I am a much more clear, direct, uh, courageous. Uh, I'm often called a positive contrarian. And that that was something my grandfather called me, but I didn't know why when I was young. But now I'm very disruptive with my ideas, with how I talk with people, how I seek to help them. But I'm only allowed to do that if I'm willing to then stay with them to work on it. 
I didn't have that kind of courage. I was always trying to make people like me. Now I'm much less interested in whether you like me and whether you want to join with me in us learning and growing and creating something different. Yeah, that's terrific. Uh, that's interesting. A positive contrarian. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and the fact that your grandfather would. How, how old were you when you were first he- hearing that term? Uh, probably early teens. I mean, I'd been working with him uh, whenever I could when I was very young, but I was always in trouble, as you heard me say, about being put in a closet, and that closet was because I kept disagreeing with what people saw around me, including I had a very racist father, and I would disagree with him. My grandfather told me not to be worried about being punished, he couldn't stop him, my mother's father, but to pay attention to my own mind and my own experience and listen well to what I thought the effects were and stand in what I thought was right, but always do it in a way that made a difference for the other person and everyone else. And that's the source of being a positive contrarian. Don't just disagree. Disagree in a way you add something, bring something, and do something that adds to how people are thinking and what's possible. Carol Sanford, everyone, is our very special guest, and she's the author of five books, the host of three different podcasts. The latest, and the book we're talking about here, is The Regenerative Life, Transform Any Organization, Our Society, and Your Destiny. Carol Sanford, once again, is our very special guest. Uh, let's talk about your podcasts, and, and let's... Uh, Kind of focus in on that for a moment. Uh, which which one is your first? Well, I think most interesting is my last and current. Although the first one's called the Regenerative Business, and it's interviewing my clients of you know many decades and telling their concrete stories. The second one is the Responsible Capitalist. So I interviewed a lot of. Uh, people who are involved in investing, impact investing, more traditional investing about how they thought about it. My current most um, popular one is called Business Second Opinion. And that means my listeners, it's not an interview one. It means my listeners send me something like a Harvard Business Review article and ask me what I think. Now, that's the second opinion, right? You can't send me a note and say, what do you think about X subject? I'm always in a contrarian position relative to an article. And so I business second opinion critiques pretty much any business published source, but mostly Harvard Business Review, one article at a time, and gives a better alternative. Give us an example of what you would do for a company like Google or DuPont. And, and again, I imagine it, it, it's probably a little different uh, depending on the needs of your client. But, uh, you know, P&G, Procter & Gamble, Intel, uh, these, are, these are huge names. Uh, yeah. is, it always, is your role always the same in, in working with them and advising them? What is, the, what is your role uh, and, and what does uh, does it change from client to client? All right. So obviously everything changes, but 
one thing is the same. I am not a consultant. I am not a coach. Uh, I do not advise because all of those things come from a different paradigm. I am an educator. So if you went to college where I do teach in universities, you would have a set curriculum, although I never have a set curriculum. I am an in-house educator over three to eight years, rebuilding, reconceiving of how to run a business. All of my clients get to me by referral of someone else who's done it and says, like Jeffrey Hollander says, the work we did changed his life and it changed his company because we grew at 35 to 65% per year in the first five years by reconceiving of what business is about, how to set up and run it. So my role is always to come in on a recurring basis for uh, several years, about once a month, once every six weeks, educating people on a different way to think while they apply it immediately, not someday, and always in teams. So I'm working with teams, and I want – now here's what changes. I watch what they're doing with what I give them, and I can see what they can yet not see. Now, most people would be an advisor or consultant. I don't ever say, here's what you can't see. I go back and I do another course where they're applying it and working it, and that way it comes through them, not through a program. It does change, like I worked in South Africa extensively uh, in the 90s as it was coming into the new South Africa with Colgate Palmolive. The people, the other thing I do regularly is show people how to set up um, completely different infrastructure. So you don't have hierarchies. I don't get rid of them, but they all change roles. And we change the roles that everyone plays in the organization, which you can see some of in this new book. Um, that process of being an educator allows me to be relevant to what's going on with them in real time and yet bring them a theory of change and a way of working that I've gotten better at over time, but it's still grounded in the same ancient wisdom, which I translate into modern times. Hope that's getting close to what you were curious about. You know, well, listen, every, everything is, is fascinating that you're talking about and, uh, and, and what a track record you've had and what a career and life you've had. And let me remind folks, the regenerative life transform any organization, our society, and your destiny. Carol Sanford is the author of this book and, and four others and the host of, of three different podcasts. Uh, what a career she's had and she has educated uh, companies such as uh, Procter & Gamble and Intel and Google and, and you know, just name it. Uh, she, is, uh, she has done it. Uh, amazing career. But get this book. Get this book. It is uh, it is essential for those looking to you know look, look. It's not just companies. It's you. It's your uh, it's it's your life. I'm ordering mine right away. Uh, please order this book, The Regenerative Life: Transform Any Organization, Our Society, and Your Destiny. Carol Sanford once again is our very special guest. Frank McKay here with a uh, with a couple minutes left. Uh, is there anything that that we should know either about you or about your work? That, that could help us immediately, you, you know, while we're waiting for the book to come, let's say, right? We're waiting for the book to come that you could share with us in, in the next couple of minutes. G give us a, a quick overview of what we can do right away. Uh, and you haven't even met us. 
right? What, what right. Do, yeah, go ahead. First, don't try and do anything right away. Start with yourself because the real work that you'll see in this book is learning to see the world differently. We're so used to getting a list of quick tips and going and doing them. The problem is we're doing that with the old mind that I'm working on helping you change. That's why I work with a company over three to eight years. It doesn't happen by getting a new set of practices or behaviors because you will still be the same you seeing the world in a limited way. So here's what you want to do. You want to assume that your first and most important work is to evolve your capability and that of everyone around you. Not try and change them, not try and do something different, but change the capacity to see and choose and discern what you do. So become a student of how psychology really works, what philosophy really is, how economics really works. And that sounds like it's a lifetime's work, and it is, and I've been involved in it for my lifetime. But if you do that every day, you will shift how you see the world, and it will change what you can do. It will change what you can contribute, and it will change how we all get to live. You know, whenever I think shift, uh, I, I, especially now that you mentioned you worked with the, uh, uh, you know, one of the fathers of the, the uh, theory on, on paradigm shift, and every time you say shift, I'm thinking that's, that's what we're doing. Uh, tremendous work. Carol, uh, just congratulations on an amazing career. Uh, the the new book is uh, is a must get for everyone. I'm going to say it again: the regenerative life. Everyone's got to get this book. Transform any organization, our society, and your life. Carol Sanford has been our very special guest. Frank McKay here. Carol, before you go, do you have a website or a social media site uh, where you could point us? And if you can, uh, give us the best place to buy the book. Uh, carolsanford.com it's all about me and so you can find everything you can get to my corporate work to all my books to my podcast to a multitude of places to buy the book they're in every normal bookstore online uh, my podcast start there and you can get straight to them so go there sign up for a newsletter and then you'll hear what I'm doing you can come play with us I would love that and Carol Sanford thank you very much for being here Thank you, Carol. You're very welcome, Frank. Thank you for uh, getting me in here. I'm really happy to have a chat with you. You're a fun, on-your-feet guy. <laughs> well, right back at you. The Regenerative Life, everyone. Transform any organization, our society, and your destiny. Carol Sanford has been our very special guest. Go to carolsanford.com, and, uh, and you, you will not be disappointed. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down.